Hey Dylan, what's going on? This is uh this is Josh. You're you're live on sipping tea with Josh. Uh, yeah, so um, I wanted to talk to you today about a uh, little bit about college. Uh, you, Absolutely. You said you're a college student, you're 20 years old, uh, you got the future ahead of you. What's it like nowadays being in college? Uh, well, it's a challenge. Um, you know, there's a lot that's expected of you, and uh, the burden of debt kind of weighs over. <laughs> Definitely. A lot. So, um, but I met a lot of friends at the school that I go to, um, and uh, it's kind of really. I went to a, a different college before this, uh, but I transferred for my second year, and I, you know, kind of feel like I've really found a home at that school. Oh, that's awesome! It's awesome. Um, now, are there the? Um the pressures still from other peers because you know um there's often pressures of being cool and just fitting in and is that still there or has it kind of dwindled down a little bit i think it just depends upon uh what community you know you uh you place yourself in with my friend group you know we're all pretty different people um and we just sort of fell in together but I think uh, that in other, you know, other uh, friend groups or friend communities definitely would be, um, you know, more pressure to stay cool or up to date, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, because you hear about um, you hear about all these tragedies of hazing and, uh, you know, different stuff like that nowadays. What are your thoughts on stuff like that? Well, I'm, of course, very against haze, uh, hazing, you know, um, I uh, I don't personally I'm not personally in a fraternity I don't really want to join one but I know that there's been problems with that in the past but at my university I know that there's I don't believe there's really that much of a problem um, but I think it still exists somewhat but I think it's uh, I think it's ridiculous you know that somebody would want to join a group that would you know put them down or beat up on them just to get in the group that seems a little ridiculous to me at least exactly yeah I, I don't understand the point of it um you know why do you want to beat somebody down especially someone who's paying money you know they're paying Absolutely. just just as much money as you to be there so that alone um you guys should be able to unite at that factor right there um it really uh kills me because um People who go to college, you know, and are in college, uh, you're already highly respected by society. So I think that most of you should stay on that path of um, that you are equals and still trying to seize opportunities in the world together. Um, because uh, no one man is an island. And I think you work better as a team than to just... Um, than to tear each other down. Yeah, I agree completely. So, what about uh, what about the dating scene? What's that like? Um, I wouldn't know. I've had the same girlfriend for three years, very happily together with her. Oh, good for you, man. Good for you. You you Thank seem like a real clean cut guy. That's why I wanted to have you on the show. You know, you're nice and clean cut. 
and you look like you got the world ahead of you, man. And I respect that. Thank you. Um, so how did you, uh, did you guys meet in college? Uh, no, we met at our, uh, at my high school. Um, we started dating, um, at the end of my, uh, my junior year of high school, but we've kept dating all the way through. Oh, that's fantastic. So, um, I'm not going to ask you if you're going to pop the question, because who knows, she might tune in and then that ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm good. I'm glad, man. I'm glad you're happy. That's fantastic. Some people search their whole lives. Uh, it's a good thing that you got it out of the way and you're able to just um, pursue your career and what you want to get done in life. Yeah. I, don't know, I think there's somebody out there for everyone, for the most part. There's a lot of people out there. Definitely. Uh, what's about um, getting back to the college campus? Um, now, you seem like you pretty much keep your nose clean and stay in your own lane. But I'm sure, I'm sure here and there you see stuff that's very distasteful. Um, can you take me in inside to some of that stuff? Is there anything you can think of? As far, as far as, like, maybe jeweling? Because, uh, you know, jeweling is a thing now, or, you know, just something. Oh, I see. Like, like, you just using a jewel, or? Jeweling, cutting class, like, w walk me in there. What's it like? Oh. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've, you know, skipped class a couple times, but I think most people have, you know. Right. Sometimes it's just... It's just, you know, really stressful and you need to just take a step back and take a day off. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing because, you know, there's a lot of weeks in the school year and I think that, you know, missing one or two isn't terrible if it helps keep you, you know, sane and on the right track and, you know, together and everything like that. Definitely. Um, but, like, uh, I'm like, well, you know, yeah, I've heard about, you know, different drug uses and stuff like that. Um, nothing personally, but, you know, I've heard uh, about, you know, different stuff that's popular with at parties and, and stuff like that. But I don't really like to get into that because uh, it's not my scene. Right. Yeah, no, I could, I could tell, and that's great. And I think... Um, I think the best thing is to just not attend those parties, because um, I I found that a lot of people when they go to a party, they just feel obligated to just go with the flow. Um, yeah, you know. I uh, I spend a lot of time at school, really kind of you know hanging out with my friends and spending time with them and stuff. And I've been to a couple of fraternity parties and stuff like that, but only a handful. And it's more to watch over my friends because a lot of I have a lot of friends who are girls and um, they do like to you know party sometimes and so I, I just go to make sure that nobody does anything nefarious or uh, you know bad just to you know make sure that they're safe right most definitely yeah that's good so you're like the DD yeah kinda yeah that's good that's good 
So, um, you know, do parties uh, still get out of hand? Do the cops still show up? Is it still pretty wild? Or because of the internet now, is it the internet more popular? Is it kind of more chill? Uh, well, I think the internet's as popular as ever. Um, and I've only specifically been to one party where uh, the police showed up, but that was a... Uh, out, it was like a, uh, like a house show uh, with a couple of rock bands in this guy's backyard, but um, they just showed up because it was late and we were being, you know, it was loud music and stuff like that. But a couple, the, for, to the few fraternity parties I've been to, the police have never showed up because they keep it pretty, you know, inside and, and pretty, you know, there's nobody up on the roof or anything crazy like that. So right, no. they kind of keep it low key. No driving uh, cars into pools or nothing, right? <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. So, um, are you, would you consider yourself a leader in your co- in your uh, school and amongst your peers? Um, I, I'm going to have to say no on that one because I don't really put myself out into the face of my, you know, college community to be known and stuff like that. Because um, I'm not, you know, it's not that I don't like people, but I just kind of, I like my close-knit friends and stuff like that. I don't feel a need to know everybody, but, you know. Um, so I'd have to probably, I'd have to probably say, no, I do uh, like to go do different uh, things with activism. Um, I've worked with a couple of political action groups to just stand up for a couple things I believe in, stuff like that, but not really like a leader in my school community, probably not. Okay, so you um, you don't always attend functions or uh, or whatnot? Like, fo- like football games and stuff? Yeah, maybe football or just helping out canned drive, canned food drives and uh, stuff of that nature. Uh, well, I like to go to football games. Um, not a big fan of pro football, but I do like to watch college football. Um, I like the bands and the whole vibe and things like that. And um, you know, no matter how my team does, I like to go watch just because it's fun. Um, and I can go with my friends, and it's something to do. You know. Uh, and I like to go to baseball games too, um, but uh, you know, different stuff like that. I'm more into going into. I like to go to the local music scene, stuff like that. Different venues, smaller local groups, stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a riot. What uh, What do you want to do when you get out, Dylan? I would like to be a high school social studies teacher. I really, uh, I've always really loved social studies a lot, and um, I found that I really like teaching people about it and, and discussing um, different aspects of social studies and our history and things like that. So um, that's what I think I really want to do because I'd like to share that passion uh, with other people, and hopefully, I can inspire them to also um, be interested in social studies and politics and government and things like that. Yeah, right when I met you, I could tell it seems like you have a thirst for learning, and I think that is very great. 
Uh, it's a great thing to have. Um, and that you know how to learn and not be bored. You know, how to make it interesting what you're learning. You know, and I think that is, you know, very clutch um, in pursuing your goals and fine-tuning your career. Uh, you have to, you have to love it. You know, you have to love it to live it. You know, and I, I really, uh, I really think that's great. Do you have any pointers of how you learn and how you keep attentive? to uh to want to have the thirst to learn um personally i like to use uh visuals um they they help me out a lot uh i have hearing loss and um something called auditory processing disorder so um listening to people like speak is uh, a little bit more of a challenge for me so that's why i like visuals is because um you know, I can really like it. If you have a picture of something, if you explain something, I might be able to understand it. But if you have a picture of something, I can like really break it down and see everything and all that stuff. And I also like interactive learning, um, you know, different stuff like that, where you might get split off into groups. And um, that's why I was always a fan of like gymnastics class or debate class, because you could be, you know, you kind of find what side you're on and then you can have a, a good discussion about, you know, a healthy exchange of ideas. Right. I like how you broke that down. Do you um, now say that you, you know, down the road, you become a teacher, a uh, high school social social studies teacher and you come across a kid and they have ADHD or they have ADD because that is definitely probably on the rise uh, especially because a good portion and chunk of our day we are looking at screens constantly and a lot of people are not even taking breaks from the screens um, and so what would you do if you came across that situation where you have a kid that has ADHD or ADD, how would you help them? Um, and would you make that your number one priority above the other students who are already going in the right direction? Well, uh, going back to what I was talking about earlier with my auditory processing disorder, um, it shares uh, many actually similar um, struggles with ADD and ADHD. Um, so, you know, I know that it really helped me when a teacher would, you know, at lunch or whatever, for example, you know, I, a lot of times teachers had extra help or they had help before class or, I mean, before school or after school. So I've really, I've tried to, of course, um, you know, help them because I I remember um, what I how I felt when I struggled uh, with learning. And I remember the teachers that really helped me out a lot um, to get through that and, and to help me succeed. Um, but on the note of making that a priority, I think that you can put a focus on it, but you also have to make sure that because you're helping this person the, that the rest of the class isn't feeling like, um, you know, the lessons are, are, you know, 
lagging behind or that they're too simple or something like that, um, you know, they're looking for more, something more challenging or, you know, new information, things like that. So I think you have to find a really even balance between helping a student be successful um, and also keeping the class interested and keeping the class attentive and, and working with other students of, of other learning levels. Definitely. And I, I think it depends on the individual. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's hard to grasp the attention of not only someone who suffers from that, but who is also very disruptive. And you see that um, they may not have the thirst for learning. So that was really my question is just like, how do you, uh, you know, how do you attend to that? Um, you know, so. You, I think you have to, you know, of course there's lessons, there's lesson plans and there's things that you have to teach. But I think I had a teacher um, and he would work things of interest in to keep people attentive. Because if you, I think a lot of people, a lot of fellow students I've talked to around my age, you know, when I talk about social studies, they're very uh, disinterested um, because it's like, you know, I think a lot of people have the attitude from what I have seen, you know, oh, it's history, it already happened, it's not that important. Um, but you have to, you have to bring people in. You can't, like, if you're teaching about, uh, for example, like uh, the, the Civil War era, you can't just teach about the war and you can't just teach about what happened um, with, you know, white history. You also have to teach what's going on, you know, what was going on in, in, uh, in black history at that point and what was going on with, you know, uh, the immigration of uh, people from Asia who came over and helped build the Transcontinental Railroad and how they settled and, and, and the influence that they had and stuff like that. You have to bring people in and because, you know, I had classes of history where it was just like, just teaching the way that, you know, it's written in the history book. It's not very interesting. And I love history, but it's just not very interesting. But when you bring other cultures in and, and you bring in different views and aspects, I think that you can really grab the attention of people because they can relate it to themselves. Um, like, oh, this is something that somebody like me went through. Right. Make it relatable. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, you totally answered the question. That that makes a lot of sense. And do you think that, um, do you think that because of the internet, um, is college definitely a lot easier or has it become more difficult because there are such easier access to information and answers? Actually, well, I'll backtrack on that. I'm going to say kind of both because never have we had more information at our fingertips. You know, before, like when my dad was in college, you'd have to go to the library and find a book, and it might not be the right book, and then you had to find the, re you know, the information that you're looking for, and you may have had limited, a limited supply, but with the internet, it's an almost limitless supply of information. Um, but with that also comes, you know, different dangers with, you know, plagiarism and things like that. Um, yeah, that's definitely a number one. I, I remember I was watching the news, 
and uh, a teacher was on, and this student plagiarized everything word for word out of the textbook. And because the teacher didn't have the time to do the research, she didn't know until later that it was totally plagiarized. So it's just crazy that they, that, you know, you're able to do that. But I do remember those days of, you know, going to the library, studying, making a study group, uh, you know, and just whatnot. And I just wondered, uh, being in this information age that we're in, if, um, if there are still those meetups or does, do people mostly do a, uh, like a group FaceTime or, or things of that nature? Well, I think it depends upon the person. Some people prefer to study alone. Some people prefer to study in groups. But I can tell you, at the you know, in the study rooms at the library, for the most part, during the school year, if you don't book a room, you're not going to get a room because there's groups of people in there studying. Even though they have access to the Internet and they have access to this limitless information, it helps people. I think it really helps people learn if they can, um, you know, have four people looking at, different things about the same topic and then they can share information and quiz each other and things like that so I think it's just different with technology you know instead of with books but um, I, there's still study groups I you know me and my friends have study groups and stuff like that yeah and speaking of friends um, while we're on that I'll kind of say this question and then I'll close um, I wanted to ask you and it's a little bit um you know, a little bit off of the topic, but it's still on the topic. Uh, what about that loser? I don't want to say loser. You know, the guy, that, the outcast. What about that kid that's the outcast and feels that um, they're on campus and they feel like, man, no one likes me. I, uh, I'm not loved. You know, um, I can't find a girlfriend or a boyfriend, because whether it be guy or girl, um, for our listeners' sake, if there, if that person was listening, what would you tell them to continue on? Oh, well, Effectively. I'd say try to put yourself out there. Um, you know, we at, at my college we have a great uh, website that have, breaks down all the different clubs and. You know, I can pretty, I bet my life that you'd uh, find at least one club uh, that was something you're interested in. There's such a wide variety. I mean, it's really like hundreds of different organizations um, that are out there for people. And, you know, just go to different, you know, go to different events. Like if there's big, you know, student gathering thing in the, uh, the common area of campus, go to that, you know, meet people, stuff like that. Um, but some of those people, Dylan, Dylan, some of those people, though, they don't like to meet anyone. They they go home and they they play uh, whatever game or they do what they do. And it's very hard for them and very nerve wracking to go up to just anyone and say, how's it going or just even how's it going? So what what do you say? Like. Uh, what else besides getting in, um, involved in the groups or whatnot? Um, is there another way? 
Is there a class they can take to improve their skills in that? Well, I know um, that uh, going to like, um, oh, I guess I'd call it counseling, you know, um, talking to somebody in private, one-on-one, that's helped me a lot in the past. Um, you just gotta like, the one thing you gotta do is, is it's not gonna work if you don't want it to work. So you gotta be, if you wanna sort of, I guess, you know, work through stuff, you gotta wanna work through stuff. Um, and there's no shame in going to counseling. You know, I used to, I was always, for a long time, I was very against it. Um, but, you know, my friends and my and uh, my girlfriend really helped me see that, you know, there was nothing wrong with it. And there was, it was good to talk about stuff. Because, um, you know, that person might have anxiety um, or something like that. And that's, it's very difficult to deal with. But Definitely. if you can trust somebody, if you can put your faith in somebody that they really do want to help you and they want to, to help you succeed, um, you can you can work through that. You know, you can, they'll help you and, and you can get through that. And you can maybe, you know, even if it's, if you just want to put yourself out there a little bit, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, not everybody is, is a social person and there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. And I, and thank you for saying that because I think that it is uh, kind of frowned upon um, going to cl- counseling. Um, the person that may need it, uh, they look at it as a negative and it's actually very positive. Um, you know, that's why there's uh, meetings for addictions and, and so forth. Uh, because, you know, sharing your problem definitely does help. So I, I think, I'm so glad you said that. I, I think that's uh, right on the money, Dylan. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it, though. Um, I'd like to wrap it up. Dylan, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Uh, it's a, definitely a pleasure, and I, I wouldn't even mind having you back. You know, um, you're, you're a bright young man, but if we don't speak, uh, I wish you the best. Um, and you'll always have my blessing. I appreciate you being on. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it being on the show. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care, Dylan. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.